Welcome to Gene and Mike do the New York Times crossword. Hi, I'm Gene. And I'm Mike. And today we're doing the crossword for Sunday, February 4th, 2024. So, on a date that is 2-4-2024... Ooh, I didn't notice that. I like to keep track of all these different patterns in the dates. Did you do the crossword? I did. And did you find it to be a sunny Sunday crossword? It was pretty punchy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was pretty punny. Yes, it was. It was just, they should have had some sort of a, uh, you know, a spoiler alert or a warning or something. Yes, but they were pretty good puns, I thought. I thought they were very interesting. Very good in the sense that they made you groan and clutch your stomach? <laughs> no. In that, just... in that way, they definitely succeeded oh, for me. I thought they were kind of clever. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. You want to give some examples of just how clever they were? Well, okay. The um, The title of the puzzle was Punchlines, and there were a number of uh, theme clues, and they were common kinds of lines. Um, and the answers to them were common phrases um, that really didn't have anything to do with the actual actual type of line that was being asked about until you realized what the the constructor was doing. So, for example, the first one was fault line, fault line, like, you know, the fault line where the, what the... The, the seismic plates yeah, meet? Right. Uh-huh. Yes. But the answer to that was guilty as charged, which is a common phrase depicting that somebody is at fault. Yes. So fault line, guilty as charge. I liked 31 across fine line, and that was can't complain. You know, rather I'm, than saying I'm fine, you say I can't complain. And that's a fine line. Mm-hmm, right. Or 47 across fishing line, tell me I'm pretty. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Or 63 across was subway line. Oh, this was a good one, too. Subway <laughs> line, six inch or foot long. Mm-hmm. I thought that was very funny. <laughs> um, the 80, or no, 81 across assembly line was please be seated. Right. <laughs> 98 across was a power line, and that was you're the boss. And then finally, uh, one ten across subject line, and that was God save the queen. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they were quite good. Yeah, I thought that was just very clever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this was by Daniel Grinberg, who's even got grin in his name. Yeah. Uh huh. They made me grin. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. indeed. Um, yeah, I, I didn't find the crossword too difficult. No, uh, it wasn't bad. It was bad. I, I, I just pressed through it and got done in about my regular time, mm-hmm. a little under an hour. I think I had a mistake somewhere. I had a mis- I had several mistakes, but I found them. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it started off with something I had not heard of, pink, purple, and blue pride display. Yes. Familiarly, and that was bi flag. I know. I didn't know anything about a bi flag. I was going to go with like L... I thought it would maybe be LG, and that's... There There were only six <laughs> letters, so I was going to be like, maybe it's the LG flag. Although, that sounds like, like something for an electronics <laughs> yes, company. Yes, it does. No. 
but now I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, you learn something when you do the crossword. Well, here's something else you might learn. Uh, 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 one down, there's a hole in one. There's a hole in one, and the answer was bagel. Yes, but, I didn't. I already knew that. <laughs> but here's what you didn't know: um, that in fact, just recently in the news, there was a bagel shop in Montreal that started selling bagels without holes. Oh, and um, there's the, the the company was called Saint-Vitar Bagel. I'm pretty sure they didn't pronounce it like that. And anyways, it was it was a, it was a restaurant in in uh, Montreal, hmm. and um, it's apparently a beloved institution, and it is offering the bagel without a hole to customers for a limited time. Wow! So do people like them without the hole? Well, I mean, it has the advantage that it's easier to smear. Right? You just sort of cover the whole thing. Yep. You don't have to worry about your whatever you're putting on your bagel falling through the hole. That's right. That's very true. So, um, but I, I think, as you might imagine, opinions were mixed. Uh-huh. Some people were fully in favor of the unholy bagel, mm-hmm. and some of them just thought it was an unholy bagel. <laughs> so. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, 13 across, front woman for the Pussycats was Josie. Josie and the Pussycats. And there are a remarkable number of ways you can misspell Josie. Oh, really? And I, I was able to find most of them. <laughs> uh, it ends up being J-O-S-I-E. I think I started off with J-O-S-E-E. Oh. And then I went J-O-S-E-Y. And then just sort of fiddled around a bit before I got to uh, J-O-S-I-E. I take it you were not a, uh, a Josie and the Pussycat um, viewer? I think I've heard the the name, but but no, I don't think I've ever. Seen, isn't that animated? Yes. Yeah, okay. Saturday morning cartoon. Ah. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, when when. Back in the day. Back in the day. <laughs> yep. Um, Before the Cartoon Channel has them on twenty four seven. Right. <laughs> I liked uh, coming out of that last the, the only E of Josie seventeen down. Crikey. Was egad? Yes, it was. That's a. Both of those words are tremendous, and they should be used more often. <laughs> well, you maybe know, like we when, should be happy that we don't have to use them too often. No, I think it'd be better if, like, politicians said, "Crikey" and "egad." I'd certainly vote for someone if I could vote for anyone who um, who said "egad." <laughs> or, but that sort of infers that maybe there's something amiss. Yes, yeah. but but they're able to but they're able to phrase it in such a an old timey way. I just I would mm-hmm. just find that irresistible. Actually, there was a um, what was it? Fifteen down was another Dean Flu private line, and that was Sir, yes, Sir. Oh, right. <laughs> so. And there was uh, let's see, uh, we also had party line for seventy five down, and it was make a wish. Oh yeah. So, yeah, they had a large number of those clues there. Mm-hmm. Daniel was just cranking them out like nobody's <laughs> business. Um, let's see. We had qualifier for a date. That made it sound like they wouldn't go out with you unless you meet some criteria, but it was uh, circa. Right. <laughs> and 26 across, I guess I don't remember this, Olaf's creator in Frozen was Elsa. Yes. She created Olaf? Yes. I thought Olaf was just sort of there. No, no. She created him because he looked like a snowman that she and her sister had made a long time when they were children a long time ago. 
And and so she just used she, her powers. Yep, and just conjured him up. Yes. I think I need to rewatch that. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a fun scene. <laughs> well, I mean, he wasn't just a regular snowman, right? He was enchanted because he could walk and talk and all that good stuff. Can't most? <laughs> uh, let's see, 35 across. Atomic number of neon was 10. Yes. I think Will Shorts's goal is gradually to make sure that everybody knows all the atomic elements at least the non-radioactive ones. Not a bad goal. Mm-hmm. I think so. Let's mm-hmm. educate our our uh, viewers, these pro- or readers. He's probably mm-hmm. thinking, mm-hmm. or I guess he called yep. them solvers. Three down. Um, one named indie singer with a 2007 hit one two three four was Feist. Yes. Have you heard of Feist? No. No. Uh, she was a she was and I guess still is a, a Canadian singer songwriter. And I started listening to one, two, three, four, and just like, wow, this is really, really good. Oh. So, uh, listeners, check out Feist. Check that out, too. Uh, I'm not sure if she's still that active. I mean, I don't think I've ever heard the name before. No, me either. So, she needs to work on publicity. Wait, she'll probably win a Grammy tonight. <laughs> I, I didn't see her name listed among A the, surprise uh, entrant. <laughs> right in. <laughs> so someone will hack the system and feist wins. I like six down. Sense of orientation. Gaydar. Yes. Instead of radar. Uh-huh. Gaydar. That was that was and, good. And, you know, that was coming off of the bi flag. So mm-hmm. I thought that was an interesting juxtaposition. And right next to that, we had seven down. Peacock parent was NBC. And yesterday we were talking about the chimes. And we had uh, first. I had first. I had Ben, and then I had yes. BBC, mm-hmm. and then I eventually got around to, to NBC. So mm-hmm. NBC had shown up twice in two days. Right. You know, I was trying to think of you know what they called, uh, like you know how they call uh, some some birds different names like Dame and Dub and Gob and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, what do they call like a a, a female peacock? Or a male peacock, but so I was trying to think of something like that, but just turned out to be NBC. Mm. <laughs> so, um, one rare, uh, let's see, was it sixty down? Um, salamander named after an, an an Aztec deity, and it was axolotl. Yes. And have you ever seen an axolotl? I think so. Yes. They look adorable. Mm-hmm. They look like these little stuffed animals. Mm-hmm. The cutest thing ever. And it's just like, wow. Uh, it's um, They probably get like, I don't know, people trying to grab them because they're so cute. <laughs> but it really looks like a stuffed animal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like... <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, Beanie Baby or yeah, something. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, that's got to be... I can't imagine that's an evolutionary advantage. <laughs> Cuteness. That's right. Kids would just like trample you. Oh, look, it's an axolotl. Sorry, sorry, axolotl. Didn't mean to squish you. Um, let's see. 64 down was gives a hand, and that was claps. Yep. I don't even know if they needed the question mark by that, but <laughs> I was pretty, pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. Um, 68 down, tittle was dot yes that was a surprise yeah for me too i i wasn't quite sure what went there 
I uh, that was one of my mistakes. I think I had dit. <laughs> like right. I-T. Because axolotl also, you know, or it could have been debt mm-hmm. because axol like the uh, skating maneuver. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 70 across was scams. And I had rip ripoffs because it was scams. The plural of a scam is a ripoff and the plural would be ripoffs. But it was scams as in the verb. Right. Rips off. Rips off. Exactly. And I'm like, wow, scams could either be rip-offs or rips off. That's true. And I just wonder what other phrases are like that. That that would be a good crossword theme, right? Maybe we've never I, we've never seen it, and I think it's, or at least I don't remember ever seeing it, maybe because that's the only word in the English language that does that. I bet there are more, but I couldn't tell you one Boy, off the top be, of my head. Be hard to figure that. That sounds like a job for Chat GPT. <laughs> um, ninety across, ladybugs and fireflies was beetles. That's right. And the other day we had, well, I thought we had beetles. B e a t l e s. This here, of course, is beetles. B e e t l e s. But we didn't actually need beetles in the grid then. We needed bunion. Because it was John and Paul. Right, exactly. I still mm-hmm. don't know who John Bunyan was. <laughs> I'm assuming a real person. Um, 94 Down was the Canadian Tulip Festival location. And so I immediately went for Pella. Oh, that's in Iowa. Well, I thought maybe Canada had sort of like taken over that one area. <laughs> But it turns out it was Ottawa. It was. I didn't know that Ottawa had a tulip festival. I didn't either, but I'd love to go. I wonder if we have any listeners in Ottawa. One of the most beautiful cities I think I've ever been to. Probably because I love Ottawa. Except don't go during the uh, trucker strikes. Well, no, that's true. Yeah. (laughs) Didn't we do that once? No, we we definitely (laughs) were not there at that time. We would have remembered that. Yes. uh Mm -hmm. That beautiful city. I like ninety-five down right next to it. Lightheaded sorts moths. Yeah, that was a that was a great one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and even one eighteen across, uh, it's a quote. There's more to the story, right? And the answer was and. Yeah, <laughs> that was such a great way of gussying up the and clue. <laughs> they do that so well. Right. Just take some mundane word and just make a great clue for it. <laughs> um, ninety-five across was currency replaced by the euro and i immediately went for lira not quite sure why because the be, what lira oh lira because yes. the be, i know why because the third letter was an r and i knew that it was an r and that's what it usually is <laughs> okay that's another good reason for doing it but in this case it turned out to be mark mark yeah i for some reason i thought mark was spelled with a c no a currency mark but i don't no, think so spelled like a man's name mark mm-hmm. So. Uh, one-on-one across, simple card game. I went for Uno. Oh, me too. Because it's always Uno. It's always Uno. Except when it isn't, like today when it's War. war. That is a very simple game. I guess Uno. I don't even know how to play Uno, but it's probably more complicated. Yes, it is. Well, I mean, you've got to have an Uno card deck. Didn't they get a pizza place named after it? Some sort of a pizza? Pizzerina ch- Uno? Yeah, right. Yeah. I wonder if they play Uno at the pizzeria. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that could be a promotion. Uno night at Uno. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or maybe they just do that naturally. 
114 across passage of time. Uh, sorry, sorry, let me try that one more time. Passage of right, question mark, and right is spelled R-I-T-E, and it was aisle. That's right. It's yes. like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Very that was, good. That was deep. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Not really. <laughs> okay, it was long. It was an aisle. Uh, 74 down, rich with metaphor was allegoric. Allegoric, yes. I wasn't quite sure how to end that. Didn't he almost become president? Al Gore. Oh, sorry, not allegoric. Okay, never allegoric. mind. Allegoric. Um, New Mexico. That's a debut word. I've never seen that one before. It it certainly sounds like it could be. And listeners, we're immediately going to check this out with crossword info, uh, xwordinfo.com. Sorry, I can't talk and type at the same time. And let's see, if we looked at today's grid, uh, this is, by the way, the fifth crossword that Daniel Grinberg has has created, and Allegoric is indeed a debut. I thought so. As are a lot of the phrases that he came up with, 11 unique to the puzzle. Wow. Mm-hmm. And let's see... Um, they have some rating of freshness, which I really need to study up on. Um, and it was rated at 33%, but hmm. I thought it was a very fresh hmm. crossword personally. Um, <laughs> I suppose, what is that, like the percentage of words that are rarely or oh, it's, never used? It's sort of complicated. Oh, well, let's um, not go into it tonight. Based on the number of other times each word in this puzzle was used in the shorts era. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. So it's, it's based on usage. Yes. Mm-hmm. Prior usage. Uh-huh. Hmm. A logarithmic calculation gives credit for debuts or rare words. Very common words reduce the score. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So um, it still can be a great. You know, I mean, they're talking about the usage of the, of, of the words in the grid. But, I mean, you can have, like, and, and maybe, you know, he got punished for and because it's very common, and yet the clue itself was brilliant. Yes. So I don't know if, you know, I'd, I'd, take, I'd take freshness, as you always should, with a grain of salt. I, w- I wonder, and, how many times and has been in the puzzle. Because, I don't know, I, I, you barely see that word, and, unless it's like a fill-in. Like blank and blank. I can imagine Will or saying, blank. no, no, and what did I tell you? <laughs> no, and 506 times. That's pretty common. Uh, it first showed up in 18, no, sorry, <laughs> in 1942 as clued as conjunction. Oh. And it often gets used. Um, I, I like, boy. You know, back back in the day, clues were clues. I mean, this is a Monday clue. Mama in her kerchief, blank, I in my cap. I guess, and I in my yeah, cap. Yeah, that's not so. That's not so hard. That's from. Oh, that's from um, uh, Night Before Christmas. Oh, seriously? It was the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. See, that's as far as I got with oh. that. I, I never I never knew there was anything beyond Ma that. in her kerchief, and I in my cap had just settled down for a long winter's nap. Wow. So, yep. When what to my wondering, I won't go on. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. What? Here's one. What Y means in Spain. Does that mean and? <laughs> yes. Okay. So that actually, if you knew Spanish, 
That was a, a Friday clue. Yeah, that, that might be kind of hard if you didn't know Spanish. Right, but they don't care. I mean, they just throw in Spanish <laughs> every, at a drop of a hat. They'll, they'll lapse into Spanish, and I'm <laughs> immediately out of my element. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, I think that is it for today. A great crossword by Daniel Grinberg to start our crossword solving week. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. As usual, we'd like you to give us a five-star review wherever you're listening to this podcast. That really helps us. And we will be back again with our cutting-edge analysis of tomorrow's crossword tomorrow. Bye-bye.